0: Hello and welcome to the Masonic Roundtable's Unlocking the Treasure. We are four real Freemasons who are going to go behind the scenes and talk about the latest and greatest episode of Disney Plus's new series, National Treasure, Edge of History. Welcome everybody. Intro. I know it's like we planned it, right? Ah, oh, super exciting. um Really excited to be back with you all, doing a Talking Dead esque type of treatment of Yeah, we we did the Lost Symbol back earlier earlier this year, and now we've got a uh, a new series that arguably looks like Freemasonry is going to play a much bigger role in this at least from the first episode. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah, very cool. It's so very we'll, exciting we'll for, cover, for Spoiler
1: alert. So. You...
0: Yes, there will spoiler be spoiler
1: alert.
2: And this is what we did last time, we did a a episode by episode breakdown, so for it seems to me maybe 10 episodes. Uh, 10 weeks till we go on line by line and and uh uncovering some of the things that happen in that those episodes so stay tuned but so overall what did we think of the episode this week don't hold back joe
1: come on i am um, so we only watched just so everybody knows they released the first two episodes yesterday we only watched the first one or we're going to be talking about the first episode. Uh, I am, I'm hoping for some awesomeness to happen. You know, first episodes awesome are
2: always episode. bad. They're always bad. Every, like, look at The Office. Like, The Office first episode. They got to get, you know, the new characters introduced. They got to get some basic plot elements introduced. Just enough, just the taste. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. But it is Disney, though. What's that, Jason you're muted. You're on mute. you
1: mm-hmm.
2: You're still on mute. Yep. And Robert it's not important what are you saying? Wasn't able to uh, get around to it this week. I didn't, so well, for the you ride. know
3: anytime I try to watch I can watch National Treasure whenever I want because my wife usually just turns it on it's like the default movie on Netflix. It's either that or White Christmas. So when it's on
2: you just so, uh, yeah, leave it on.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just watched that. But this new series, I was really excited about. I'm a little bummed to hear that y'all had some uh, negative reaction to it. However, I think we all kind of had a little bit of the, this is a little cheese ball. It um, is. When when is. Yeah, when, uh, when we, they did the Lost Symbol, right? Like the first couple ed- episodes were... Uh, there was a little bit of cheese to them and you know what I'll, I'll say this that um the casting has everything to do uh sometimes with the success of something so you know somebody has to be relatable and things and i think sometimes like eccentric type characters are difficult to cast right like um eddie izzard a- as um peter solomon in the lost yeah yeah he was Um, Exceptional, if you really liked his style. I mean, like I loved them in, uh, he did a, uh, sorry, they did a rendition of uh, Treasure Island, where they were uh, Long John Silver. And they did fantastic. And so now, um, we face, I think, kind of a similar sort of dilemma just in that there's a lot of unknowns and we have to kind of get used to their their acting style and and maybe with this will it'll grow on us i hope to be as disappointed well, as i was I'm when the last symbol got canceled as i yeah, will when this inevitably gets go. canceled also
1: well that's a good one. i mean to to that point i mean i like i said super you know it's got you know, two maz out of 4 for me so this first episode but i will say this we have to remember lost symbol we all knew the source material to a t right so when they deviated a little bit we were like oh that's interesting or new or something you know or when they went down a different plot hole and the ending was completely different right but um i, I think that we need to remember that this is disney so disney's got to hit certain certain disney markers that they always hit and stuff like that and it's this is i think this is going to be a different vibe than the national treasure movies which again i will it'll be if, if it's not star trek it's national treasure in the background so we got to remember that disney has to hit his little disney points right so
0: um,
1: I, I think those are thing. going to
0: be i kind of saw this as a smashing together of like national treasure with like like a disney kid show like Spike Kids um, or something Yeah, I can like see that. that. I right. could see that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't think about it since you, but since you mentioned it, Joe, you're absolutely right that yeah. it's going to have the yeah. flavor of it. Disney on it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think we'll get Very some cool. Jerry Bruckheimer explosions or maybe a cameo from Nick Cage?
0: I think we're going to get a cameo I... from Riley. Yeah. I'm pretty They're sure that's going to happen. Cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's cheap. Riley's cheap. Yeah. Hey, we got Har- you Harvey Keitel though. You seen some of the he's
3: done.
1: Yes. We got. Well, no, we get Riley. Riley. Riley will show up at like the Chattanooga comic book and baseball card show. You know what I mean? And sorry, Riley. Yeah. Um, whatever the hell your name is, <laughs> but <laughs> um, you know, it's not like Justin Two hundred dollars Riley. Yeah, Justin. Sorry, yeah. Brother. sorry, man hmm um but harvey Kaitel was there for a bit
0: yeah as a grand master mason i didn't realize we had uh grand master masons i thought we had grand masters of masons
2: right Wait, oh yeah the so they, they really happened. needed to consult with a freemason on this one um but i enjoy like let's just let's just dive right into the episode then right in the beginning we got our first freemason reference in like 20 seconds <laughs> like in the opening
0: I'm talking about soliloquy from harvey Keitel. Right. yeah he talks about how with court you know cortez coming in and the conquistadors um the southern american peoples divided up their treasure you know among three different you know relics and then you know, we hid them, and the Freemasons were the ones who discovered the secret.
2: Of course. Ooh, so obviously, the Masons are at it again. Good good plot of device, course. as one of our friends says. Lazy writing. Just blame it on the Masons right in the beginning.
3: Yeah. Is it lazy it, writing, it stop or here. is it pandering to the great, to the audience that is like, I mean, the, the, the first two movies so why not both? were... <laughs> they were. They were about Masons, right? The Masons believed the treasure wasn't meant for the hands of man. You know? It was uh And how many of your um are are, are Masons out there joined because of the National Treasure movie? More than you might think. That is true. That Fair.
0: is true. Fair. But not as many as joined I... from the Lost Symbol release. No, I, I
1: say that. I say that all the time. I, I, I tell everybody I'm a Dan Brown Mason, you know, I read Da Vinci Code and I was like, ooh, secrets. Mm-hmm. And then I got green beans.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. And it took you 20 years to get some good ones. That's true. <sighs> true or Yeah. Moving
2: so, on, we follow the young protagonist.
0: Yep, so we follow a young protagonist who is vying for an assistant manager gig at a storage place.
2: Facility,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a long short and long term storage facility. And um
1: Who's an illegal immigrant or whatever? Like how many times did they say that during the episode? Oh yes, sorry. She is undocumented yes. did you mention, or whatever that man. she is mention, an
0: undocumented yeah. immigrant, yeah. yes.
2: <laughs> um yes setting the uh the character arc very early yes
0: yes and then beating it into everyone's heads like "Ooh, i wonder if that's going to play a role in you know the series um
3: they're just trying to they're just trying to uh you know get rid of anybody who doesn't want to you know pay for disney plus uh cramming values down their throats
0: (laughs) I, i don't think that's it but okay um so <laughs> so the um the pra- protagonist who is jess valenzuela uh played by Lisette uh olivera jess is tasked by her manager to figure out whose stuff this is in this storage unit because they are super behind on paying for their storage and so she uh opens it up and lo and behold uh what do we find, John?
2: We Find lots of stuff. Let me uh, share my screen here. let figure out how to do this. There we go. You just come right to it. All right. Screen sharing is active on screen two. There we go.
0: Yeah, there we go. So she's
2: digging through the, she's digging through the storage and boom, right away we are swarmed with lots of Masonic goodies and references. That's what I felt. This is really pandering to the Masons in the crowd because uh, it's clearly a Masonic storage unit and that that she does come to that conclusion after coming through all these. So you can see on the left, we have an all seeing eye in a nice picture frame. <gasps> I'd like to have it on my wall. On the bottom right, we have an officer's jewel. and They spend a lot of time focusing on that officer's jewel. Um, what's not shown here is there's also a uh, Knights Templar chapeau and that actually shows up multiple times throughout the rest of the episode. They, they, the kids really like the KT chapeau. And at the top, uh, some of the highest secrets of masonry are found in that OES manual, the uh, Order of the Eastern Star uh, <laughs> yellow book at the top. So this, that's where the real secrets this of masonry are like-
3: held. This looks like Mikey's uh, attic in Goonies.
0: <laughs> it could. Yeah, they've got a Freemason's belt buckle up there, too. It's hilarious. Ooh.
3: Yeah. Is, is that a belt yeah. buckle? I thought it was a card. This detail. Guy, this guy bought all this stuff from Duncan's. <laughs> <laughs> or he went to McCoy's. <laughs> McCoy's.
2: He just cleared out the last grand annual <laughs> communication, and I'll take one of everything.
0: He just bought all the stuff that was Wait, left yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got that's
3: trashed?
2: <laughs> so some of these are oh, actual Masonic clothes. I wouldn't even say artifacts. Paraphernalia.
0: No. A Tchotchke. Tchotchkes. Chachkis. there we go. <laughs> Useless crap. Mm-hmm. Yes, and there's and somewhere there is there is a lodge that's lost a very expensive collar because those officer jewel collars are uh are no joke. Ah, <laughs> uh, you can get them on eBay for super cheap. Oh, okay. I stand corrected. I sit corrected.
2: Mm-hmm. So that, that leads her to conclude that the person behind their payment under the name I am Phasma is a freemason and so she starts uh, with her Google foo and will uh uncover that I I am phasma, meaning I am a ghost and a Freemason. Well, let's go look up all the Freemasons in Louisiana where this is uh, set. So, according to her Google's Google food she found that there were 20,000 20, Masons in um, Louisiana. Uh, don't know where she got those numbers from because if you actually look up on MSANA, there's about 13,434 uh, Louisiana Masons, at least according to, in twenty twenty statistics.
0: Maybe she was yeah. able was to find the numbers right for Prince Hall.
2: Kind oh, of like Prince she, Hall maybe maybe they, she found the numbers for Prince Hall.
0: Referencing our true. TMR episode maybe. that we literally just wrapped.
3: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Want to know more? Go watch that maybe other thing. Yes.
2: Actually I did I did find one little rabbit hole I went down uh looking at this episode too because um while this is going on they cut to you have got to have a bad guy in every episode and we we find this this woman uh in the person of uh Catherine, Catherine Zayda Jones, Jones who's yeah. playing the character Billy good.
0: Pierce
3: Billy
2: um, you can, te- you can tell she is very affluent um, on private planes and, and has access to lots of uh, treasures. Uh, looks like a treasure hunter herself. She's an
0: influencer. So
2: she's, a, she's an influencer in the, the treasure field. But there was one little rabbit hole I went down because she spent some time after d- discovering this um, artifact behind someone's wall of a portrait of a young man and she goes, huh, so that's where that was. And I was like, wait a minute, is this is this a real thing? So sure enough, did a little Google image, image search, and Portrait of a Young Man by Raphael, the Raphael, is actually still missing. It is an actual <laughs> missing artifact. And so... Um, Wikipedia you know, is not for sale, taken. John. It is not for sale. Donate. The, uh, probably this... this portrait is because um <laughs> it was taken by uh there's original black and white photo it's never been actually colorized uh, or we don't know what the actual colors are it's been colorized by other people after this picture has been taken but yeah we've we have unknown whereabouts as to where it is today so it's interesting that they snuck some some i love this stuff this is this is my jam it's when you <laughs> do historical fiction and then you weave it into actual stuff so i can go nerd out on wikipedia but i thought that was just a neat thing that that she found this this hidden artifact inside of uh inside of a wall of a mansion somewhere so that was kind of cool i just wanted to share that i thought that was a neat thing and masonic connection there was one other pop culture reference in which this episode or this uh this portrait this painting was found and that is by by another famous freemason Abraham Simpson on the Simpsons. So this was actually part of the loot from the um Flying Hellfish episode, The Curse of the Flying Hellfish episode <laughs> where Freemason Abraham Simpson made a deal to keep all these uh recovered stolen artwork from the Nazis uh, and as her uh, his World War 2 buddies are dying off um you know they they say last man standing gets to keep the cash. So there you go. There's your Masonic reference uh from this painting To Abraham Simpson, who is a Freemason. Those deep cuts there, John.
0: (laughs) Deep cuts. Deep cuts.
2: I'm going to book this for all it's worth.
0: So, so we get the storage unit. She figures it out that there's a Grand Master Mason named Sadusky, who is the FBI agent, you know, who's stalking Nick Cage in the first two movies, right? Um, That's right. And so, so she, goes, time. Yep, she goes to visit him, and he gives her a letter meant for his grandson, who wants nothing to do with him. And inside the letter, it's the key to the treasure, finding the treasure. It's so exciting. And so what does she do? She goes to the local Masonic Lodge. And, uh, you know, yes, knocks on does. the door. There's, there's someone actually there in the middle of the day on the weekday, which is surprising. A like a enough. Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this, this gentleman gives her a very quizzical expression. You're going, Hey, what, why are you here? And, and what do you want? And, uh, she decides to give him a secret handshake. Allegedly. <gasps> oh look at that interesting Joe so God.
1: I was doing the, this is, this is a... not a handshake there you
0: go so well, this is the thing that I think irked me the most about this entire episode <laughs> because if I were in a lodge and you know someone was knocking on the door one I wouldn't open it and be like Who were you? Why are you here? Go away. Um, True. Because that's just bad manners. And two, if if someone came up to me and tried to give me a mode of recognition, we're not saying this is one, but, you know, a handshake or or pass or, or something else that belonged to the fraternity, like, I would look at them like they were crazy, because that's that's just not how we do things like i'll be like hey where's your dues card also you don't need to be a freemason to come in for a tour um and so furthermore it was uh... furthermore in mainstream virginia masonry there are no women masons and so to have a woman go up purportedly having secret knowledge and secret knowledge of masonic modes of recognition and conveying those to a regular mason like we we as masons can't talk about secrets with people with those who are not recognized members of the fraternity right
1: or do secret you handshakes have, have, that go right like this.
3: yeah <laughs> right the the, the look on his face, away, I don't know if you remember, you, You're many years ago, uh, Masonic Meme Mondays on Reddit were great. And, you know, they posted the, uh, the, the meme of Robert Downey Jr. from, uh, uh, shoot, the movie he did with Ben Stiller. And, yeah, and he's like, Mason's be like, that ain't the grip, right? And that's like <laughs> the face he's got on right now. It's either that ain't the grip or like. You do know the pancake breakfast was yesterday, right? (laughs) That's, that's what's going on for sure. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was
2: very strange. I have to agree that this, this grip, which is not a Masonic handshake. It was put that very, very clearly. Um, was just thrust into him. And he's like, all right, cool. Come on in. Like, let's let's have a party. You know, his attitude changed right away. So I thought that was fascinating. The, uh, change in demeanor and that apparently gave her access. so She could come in and talk to Harvey Keitel. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was just a a weirdly planned thing again, where a lot of this could have been corrected or.
0: She wasn't talking to Harvey Keitel there though. She was going in to uh, find the relic. She'd already got, yeah, she already
2: got some access. Yeah. That's right. I forgot that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was that was interesting. So she gets into the lodge building by a secret, secret handshake and gets access into the lodge r- room <sighs> itself.
0: Yeah. By the way, really pretty lodge room that I covered up with other pictures. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually,
2: they... I will give Disney some credit. They got it pretty close. Um, yeah. My biggest quirk here is why are the pillars in the east? Right. Okay, I can understand for, for maybe the because photo, it makes a good framing bottom. shot. It yeah, it is very be- very symmetrical. You know, it's it's a really good walk in scene. Right. Yeah. It's, it sets the mood. Yeah, I get that. Um, yeah, I would have done the same thing. But she's trying I mean, to recreate when you, this. When you want to take
3: a shot of a. When, yeah, you you want to put the interesting things of a Masonic Lodge in the frame. And that's all they did.
0: But it's it's cool. So the the picture down on the left is what she got from Harvey Keitel. And so she puts that into the altar, or or she she puts her gavel that she got um, in the storage unit into the altar. What's up, Joe? Uh,
1: So we're, we're, we're missing the 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 thing about the you know the the magic secret handshake is being done by a dude and a little kid they're doing the secret masonic handshake too oh, right so there we well masonry the picture
0: masonry needs members and so they're bringing them in young now stop that <laughs> okay, 2040 lowered, shutdown. lower the yeah. age
2: <laughs> to uh seven seven home. years old that's yes actually, yes <laughs> Can you count Sorry. to three, five, Continue. and seven? Good, you're in. Yeah, <laughs>
0: you're close enough.
2: So, so she's trying to she she copies the handshake to get in, and she's trying to recreate this picture in the lodge room. So there's something that's up here.
0: So what happens, Jason? So she uh, puts the gavel into the altar, into a, a slot in the altar. And lo and behold, she sees one of the globes on one of the pillars. This is the globe celestial, as opposed to the globe terrestrial. Um, And uh, she is able to open the globe celestial and get the first relic to lead her to this treasure. Bum, bum, bum.
2: Yeah, the globe opens. I, I, ours don't open in the lodge, so I was a little disappointed by that. I, I want to find more secrets in our globes, but in this well, case, well, when uh,
3: you open it, is it inner Earth? Is it like the inside Earth? Is it like the Hollow Earth theory? <laughs>
2: right Or, yep. you. Know, the the no, shell that, okay. of the spheres. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have to watch it. It's because I know. It's
3: I amazing.
1: know.
2: But you know, it's so, a cliffhanger. right? Like she finds one of the first element or the first uh, artifacts hidden in 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 this uh, in this globe.
0: She finds the fifth element. fifth element. Sorry, <laughs> you know where I, my mind was going. <laughs> yeah, she, she finds this first the first artifact, the sixth point of fellowship. So yes. I'm going to ignore that, Robert. Um, <laughs> I think it's interesting <laughs> how they portray her ability to make sense of puzzles it's it's very yes. reminiscent of the show psych where the lead character in psych had an eidetic memory and so they're, they're kind of playing off the same superpower if you will on the part of jess and it shows that she's able to through her eidetic memory see things that other people can't that's
1: interesting see, you, you say that and you know when they when they had her looking at stuff like in the escape room at the very beginning of the move of the show and when she looked at mm-hmm. the altar and other stuff you get that tom hanks dan brown things start glowing when she looks at them kind of yeah. thing and i'm like
2: yeah, jeff goldblum yeah i could figure it all out yeah
1: i see everything
0: man was so obsessed with whether or not they could he he didn't stop to think about whether he should oh different well way. and so i get this is this is another like i wouldn't say
2: trope but like okay so you want them to be good at puzzles and yet you know they never get puzzles wrong they're like oh we're the first ones to ever get out of this escape room with you know i can just walk into a lodge room for the very first time and in like 30 seconds like unlock the mysteries of the universe like wait a minute can you can you fail at least once or twice and be Well, committed? whenever they
0: need the plot yeah. to slow down in the filler episodes in the middle of the series, they'll get the puzzles wrong.
2: <sighs> yeah, I'll put Muppet so money on that. That's that. not gonna happen. Is it once she's deported? She's gonna get deported, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> she's right. undocumented. And Title Forty Five. Trump
3: makes an appearance in the midst of the series,
0: and, and to be, to be, for added context, no one on this show is against immigration or Dreamers, etc. This is just a trope that they are playing up to death in this episode. Right. Exactly. Like it's every right. ten seconds. Yes. You know I don't have papers, right? Like I yes you you your favorite we got your that. favorite
1: Latino host of tmr is here as a result of immigration so we love immigration the people
3: coming into the country they're crossing the border they're good at solving puzzles coming to the open
2: Globes
0: it's huge oh and we, <laughs> we <laughs> take, keep forgetting taking Catherine that. and say the Jones job
1: we keep forgetting she's documented though um Fair. We keep forgetting that she wants to uh, get documented so that she can be in the FBI.
0: That's true. She she's very interested in the FBI's cryptana- uh, cryptanalysis analysis program. I didn't realize the FBI was so big into cryptanalysis. I usually think go. of. I usually think of another organization that's more into that. Yes, it's Disney.
2: Yeah, that, that is a running theme there, because she's good at puzzles. So, mm. um, so she's been trusted with this secret okay. handed down <laughs> through the generation, and uh, ends up with one of the artifacts. So, what what she does with it next, we'll find out in episode two. Yeah,
1: can't wait! Can't wait! I know. So,
2: so there's more to it, obviously. But that's the those are the Masonic references that we found. Anything else that? Uh, we forgot to mention, or Robert?
3: You know, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna watch the first episode, think back to this, and go, man, I was just so great. I was just so great with my off-color commentary. Uh, nailed yeah. it. I, I had nailed it. You all just had a fantastic time. No, I'm really looking forward to to, to catching up, and uh, I loved it when we did this before. So this would be a lot of yep. fun. Um, and look, there's, there's, while we go into this deep dive kind of thing, uh, there's a lot more, um, kind of cool stuff that is also being done. Uh, I'm just going to say it on the, uh, Rich Thurfield from the house of the temple. He, he did a, a pretty cool reveal on the trailer, like a trailer react. Um, I, I talked to him this afternoon and, uh, he was just like, yeah, I'm gonna do a little something about each episode. so um but the way we talk about yes. it, you know, we're a little bit more in depth with it is what he is <laughs> as he put it. so, um, but he's got some great content too. so uh, catch it all, man. it's 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 gonna be cool.
0: yep, go, go, go and check go it out.. Ride. Yep. more masonry, more education. It's uh, yeah, yep. it's, it's not pie just because we <laughs> we have education over here doesn't mean you get less. That's right all right cool well Woo! with with that I'm gonna mute Joe now um, thanks so much for watching we're looking forward to coming to you next week with episodes two and three together and then we'll be caught up and be here on out one episode a week for uh, for the next 10 weeks so you're gonna keep us going through the holidays. And it'll be a lot of fun. So keep watching and we'll see you next time on Unlocking the Treasure.